0: Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is a special episode, as all of them are. I have a great guest, Queen Antifa, a friend of mine from the TikTok community, and she's here with me today to talk about what's on our minds. How do we feel? Our opinions, our thoughts on what's going on today. Now, as you know, if you listen to my last show I did with some TikTok tock um, Creators Queen Antifa was one of the ladies from the circle and um, she's back today Because we appreciate being able to communicate and talk Versus badgering and bullying and name-calling and shaming and just tearing each other apart as if you had no home training because that's what's going on in the world today and uh we choose not to and so we hope that we can help be part of the solution and not the problem because if we don't start talking and versus violence and disrespect then i guess this would all be a waste of time so where do you stand in all of this, and how do you choose to communicate your voice? Because it matters, even if the cause is good, doesn't mean the message is being delivered very well. So let's tune in, and thank you once again. This is Brandy Days. <laughs> Hey there everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is Brandy J, Voices of Courage 2020 Rise. And today I have with me a returning guest that was from our roundtable topic with TikTok, um, creators. I have with me the Miss Queen Antifa or, hi. well, not or this is Queen Antifa today here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hi, how are you?
1: I'm good. How
0: are you? I am well. I'm very well and so stoked that, you know, we could um, come together and talk about something that that people need to hear and, and understand. And um, and to me, that's important versus just, versus just talking and then having negative commentary going back and forth. Right. You know? Yeah yeah most definitely because I always think what's the mm-hmm. point where are we going with this are we trying to go you know make change or are we just going to go back and forth and, and insult you know right then, um, I
1: definitely prefer to have I prefer to handle things in a conversational way than in a debate type of way like I don't think that it needs to be like point counterpoint argument I think that when you look at it that way then you're going to disagree and you're going to go at each other. But I think if you can find the commonalities and have a conversation, that's where real growth comes.
0: Definitely. And then especially with the topics at that, like if it has to be deal with someone's They're if they're deceased, you know what I mean. Like certain things, Mm -hmm. there shouldn't even be a debate about like who was right, who was right. Especially if they're deceased, that's just you know the end of it there. Because no one should have to die when it comes to the the things that we deal with in the world. Exactly. That's when there's a problem when death is involved. So yeah, the value of life basically, when it comes down to people's very lives.
1: Yeah. Like, what do you have to (laughs) to live? it's so pervasive in every area. It's a, the big a big focus is on police brutality with black men, but if you want to look at medical care for black women, you can see oh, yeah. that more black women die during childbirth and like.
0: Yep, very true. We,
1: we need to not forget that it's not just black men that are affected here.
0: That is very true, and I appreciate you bringing that up because um, no one. And sometimes I don't think it's even like woeful, for wool and filling. You said we need to remember. It's just that we don't think it because it's so, so based around, you know, black men that we don't even focus in because no one really makes it a topic and we need to start making it a topic, you know? It, It came to me. It came to me and I'm a black woman and it came to me and I evaluated my own medical care and what I have been told or how I've been handled. And my mom passed away and I don't think that she, she and, and it basically had a lot to do with the care that she got. Right. So she did not get. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. So yeah, that's, that's, um, something that does need to be brought to the forefront. And, uh, yeah. Uh, from what, uh, from, from someone looking in and you not even being, you know, African American, that shows that you don't have to be a certain race to empathize or understand or see it. Or- no,
1: absolutely not. I was, I always joke about being like the basic white girl, but like that is me. I was raised in a very traditional southern conservative household. Like if I liked pumpkin, that would be the way that I would be the most like. I just don't like pumpkin spice that's the only
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that's so funny because i like pumpkin too and some people are like black people like uh sweet potato i'm like well i like pumpkin now (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: it's that's i mean you don't want to play into racial stereotypes but sometimes they're funny with the like pumpkin spice
0: yeah definitely definitely and then it just takes sometimes people just take it and grows uh, grows uh into a life of its own
1: <laughs> right
0: yeah. but yeah most definitely um for, so for you for a person looking in what what is it that you see when it when it comes to the um how black women are treated or you know medically or just our lives in general because I know that we are the one and nobody wants to sound like a victim or anything like that I'll so, say well right. I am but we're the most you know, disliked, disrespected, unprotected, even by our own.
1: Right. That's something and, that I see on TikTok in particular is the amount of aggression that Black women get for existing for, for nothing else in existing.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty and much.
1: Yeah. It, so for me, it's seeing that on TikTok, but it's also, um. Having been in the, I don't know, like, having gone through childbirth and situations like that, you realize, like, I can see how I was treated, and then I can listen to somebody else who tells me that's not their experience and believe them, because it's, it was, it, this year, I learned that. In the medical community, there is still a myth that is sometimes taught in schools that black people do not feel pain the same way as white people.
0: Yep, I learned that this year too, 2020.
1: And to me, that's astounding.
0: Yeah, very astounding. Yeah. And, and people need to understand that that's, that's not okay to have that that thought because we right. are human.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know? And so when I for me I just don't understand how somebody can hear something like that and not immediately be outraged. Like how right. is it 2020? And every every medical study, every all of this stuff, all of the medical knowledge that we have was either obtained by illegally uh, testing on people, right. or it was studying white males.
0: Yeah, true, true.
1: You, you can't have an entire medical knowledge based around A singular group of people and expect it to work for everybody
0: very true um when you had said about experimenting or testing i i wrote down the books i i need to go look them up but they spoke about how they would test on black women and they had that same theory that they said something about having thicker skin and they truly believe that there was something within us that could take more more pain than than someone else and i thought that was pretty morbid um
1: and there we've seen that on tiktok oh
0: yeah definitely with
1: black creators not getting shown with indigenous creators, not getting shown all of these groups of people who aren't getting shown on the for you page or even in, you know, following pages, they're just not showing up.
0: Yep. It's very true.
1: And that's even as a computer, you can't say, well, it's not biased. Exactly written by people.
0: Yeah, because my stuff doesn't show up anywhere anymore. Like, I'll check it and it's just like nobody's, like, it's not doing anything. I don't see people anymore. Certain people I used to be able to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's some of it's, like, glitches in TikTok where I don't know about the following and unfollowing um, like, you'll follow a creator, and then the next time you see their video on your 4E page, you've unfollowed them, but you haven't?
0: Exactly. exactly.
1: I think stuff like that's glitches, <coughs> but you never know. You never know.
0: TikTok is very tricky. It's like they want us, they want to use the content, but then they want um, to manipulate it. <coughs> <coughs> you know?
1: Well, I mean, honestly, isn't that what we've done... Isn't that what we've done to black people since you got here?
0: Right, exactly.
1: We take what you have and manipulate it into something that's friendly for us.
0: Exactly.
1: We take away the flavor and the spice and everything that makes it good.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> Just nobody wants to like say, you know, like say it. You know, people get mad when you, they you want to do this, you want to yeah. do it, but then you get mad when someone catches on and they and they say it. It's like, well, forgive me for having common sense. <laughs> you know yeah. But yeah well we'll definitely see how it happens and um, thank you for being a good sport and and if things keep looking iffy I'm, i ho- i hope that you're up for going to a different platform cuz i have a, a if we did have to if, if we you know how we used that um platform last time but we'll use just audio yeah okay just if, okay. if it goes in that direction because they're not going to shut me up yeah <laughs> <laughs> at all yeah but um, this is like a prime example of everything, you know, like just it's medical, it's in everything. And um, back to that, yeah. the medical part of us not feeling pain, it really was sickening to me. And what people don't pick up on is I tell people, listen to the words people use. Like when it comes to police, right, We some people just see the fury of like, they're killing us, they're killing people. And then I could see that and still look at it as, but what's processing in your brains because you pay attention to some of these encounters they show you could see ones that kind of have some type of look or like what gets you what have they done to you to get you programmed this way and they use the word dehumanize a lot yes you know that's a thinking you have to actually think that and believe that you've been programmed you've been told that
1: right but it's not a conscious thought it's not Mm -mm. it's not that they think it's not that they think consciously like oh black people are subhuman right it's such an ingrained it's such an ingrained process of like of these little things that amount to okay that but you're putting putting them at a subhuman place
0: exactly but they
1: don't make that connection in their head Yep. Well, it's Because it, it just seems so inherently true to them.
0: Yep. And that's why I try to explain to people it's, be, it's beyond what we, we are seeing here. It's a it's mental. It's uh, a, yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, like just like how hatred and stuff is like taught. Right. You know, you can unlearn it. You know what I mean? We get to a certain point in life where we see, we know when something's wrong, but if you're not in an environment where you can't be nurtured to accept it and then unlearn it when you keep adding to the just like right like now and with i'm not even gonna say his name with mr <laughs> you know who you know he's not helping it he's adding to it versus, versus oh, getting, sure. taking leadership and say let's do something about this let's bring about let's let's show some love right. to the world let's nurture it let's fix this and it can be done you know it's yeah I, I just don't understand and and for me i see it because the other day someone lady was just like i'll die for him and right then and there i just dropped my pen and i said well i said exactly that that's something's not right Some are not connecting for these people yeah. they're mind mindlessly they're not they're not there all the way they're like he can say anything and they're just like you know some kind of control Something's something's way deeper is going on here right. it's scary it's very scary
1: it's Honestly, the parallels between um the parallels between Trump and Hitler are and I don't say that lightly. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, that's Hitler stuff. Like it's legitimately the the way that fascists or dictators come to power is by normalizing behavior. Exactly. <laughs> Normalize, escalate, normalize, escalate. Mm-hmm. And so by the time, and that's exactly what he's been doing. So this whole election process, he's already put it in that this is going to be a rigged election.
0: Exactly. So no
1: matter, it does not matter. If he is not the person who wins, then there's going to be chaos yep. because his following, his base will not support A Biden win because they're gonna say that it was, and that's something that dictators do—that is specifically messing with our election.
0: Oh yeah, so true. Because he, to me, it was like he put it out there, and then, and then it's happening. It's like people don't pay attention that he said it. You know what I mean? And then, right? And then turned around and said, "It's rigged! It's rigged!" Like, yeah. And it's like it doesn't shit like this doesn't just happen like like that it was right. a process and you know and slowly you know happening and a it conditioning it and people are just you know it's not it becomes normal and you're right he's normalizing it and we don't even realize it like we're waiting for this big bang it's like no it's like it's happening right now right. that we're just gonna slowly maneuver you know what i mean like that you know right yeah. into it we don't have to willful and we're doing it now yeah by accepting well, everything
1: just look at the difference between like if Donald Trump, if he acted in two thousand and sixteen the way that he does now, there's nobody that would have voted for him Mm-mm, nope, he would have looked like he was you know crazy like he gone out of his out of his tree
0: right like I look at him now,
1: <laughs> right, yeah, us on this side, the way that we always have seen him, you know. That's the way that people would have looked at him in 2016 who are now supporting other countries by buying his merchandise.
0: Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Even, like, other, like, Black people, and they just, like, really sucked in by him. And just like you said, if he would have acted this way in 2016, and then they're like, well, he did this and he did that. And I was like, well, of course. he had to win some people over. You know what I mean? You can't just right yeah. off the way just be like, you know, just you know, come in acting yeah. that way. He had to support some, you know, black uh you know, this, this and that and to get you get you in there to make think that he's for you. But he's actually yeah. doing not he's, you know, lying to you, manipulating you, but in the same manner, like saying, you know what I mean, he calls you uh, calls us um his black people like if we're something he uses all these slurs and you know he's not racist well if he's not freaking racist and don't use racist comments sir you know you know what I mean right. my, my blacks yeah. the Chinese chi- you know these names he has for people and it's like how can yeah. you say that he is not racist when all he does is insult you you know I've had black people if tell you have me to
1: say if you have to say I'm the least person re- least racist person in this room then you are racist. Exactly! There's not a call into question of people who aren't racist.
0: Exactly. It's like, you have to say that, then it's like, and then in this room. You don't even know everybody in this room, sir.
1: (laughs) Right? That's like, me as a white person, I will fully admit I was a racist. I was never openly, hatefully racist, but I did not have an understanding of i i was i was not raised around black people so i've had that white girl small town you know i don't have a problem with black people i have a black friend but you don't actually care about their day to day lives right. kind of stuff yeah and it wasn't until the re i swear the reason that college makes people liberal which is i'm using that in air quotes but Um, college allows you to experience other cultures and when you experience other people's cultures, then I personally think that you have more acceptance and understanding very much. And I think that's why, because a lot of people who, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but, um, when people don't go to college, they some people stay in little small towns that they've never left, and it creates a vacuum of knowledge for them, and they will never see another person's perspective because they've never had to.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's very important, and, and it's, it's funny you you say say that too about going off to college because I remember in elementary, I was a. Uh, where I was raised, the community I was raised in, it was African-Americans and um, Hispanics. I knew one Indian um, boy. I knew him all the way from kindergarten up to junior high. and I. Um, but before that, you know, we were still in elementary. And then I knew, uh I had a best friend that she just happened to live in that neighborhood. They were white, you know, but there was like no others. And then there was one girl in our school. Her name was Donna, only white girl in her school. So it was that time to... You know, everybody stayed in that neighborhood and went to the next school. But I told my mom and dad, I said, I don't want to. I said, I want to go to another school, like out of this neighborhood. I want to meet other people. I had that own thinking. For some reason, I wanted to meet other cultures, other people, be around different people versus staying yeah. within my, my setting. And I don't know where that curiosity came from. And maybe it was because I had that one white friend and that Indian, you know what I mean? That my Indian yeah. friend and I wanted to, my personality, in general, wanted to be around other people, and I think that's very important for us. That, that you say that that we expose ourselves and our children to other cultures and people. So when they get older, you know what I mean, they can have that understanding yeah. and, and be able to function in the world. You know, in sometimes that's people's demise just in their careers is not being exposed to other cultures and people. Right, and they don't know how that's to receive it. My
1: son, my son is four. And so, we're just now getting to that age where he's paying attention to stuff. So, the other day, he came home from school. He goes to preschool. And he came home, and he said that his friend was dark brown.
0: <laughs> and he
1: was light brown. And I, looked, I didn't know what to say. Because it's like, okay, if that's how you see it, then, like, that's how you see it. I'm not going to... I no, you're white, you're not brown at all.
0: Right, right. <laughs> like, see his c- it just color. tickled me. Yeah, that's, that's he, cute. he
1: doesn't see it as being, like, a different thing. It's just, he is what I am, just darker.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And for him, that's the way his brain works.
0: It's kind of like when you have always, especially teaching, We take it back to, like, paper. You have this paper, you have yellow paper, you have blue paper. You know, it's all paper, yeah. it's all different Different beautiful colors. I told the kids, it's right. just pretty colors of the rainbow. we all, we all yeah. just are beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know? So, yeah, that's I that. Mean, but that shows too, he's, you know, they pay attention and they see these things, and it's up to us how we, yeah. we can, we maneuver that or allow them just to adapt and receive stuff instead of manipulating it and turn it into yeah. something morbid.
1: And that's, it's, It is very important growing up the way that I did and being so sheltered and I grew up very religiously, um, which I'm not anymore. So just growing up that way. And then my husband had a totally different experience because he grew up in a bigger city and went to, it it was a private school, but it was in the inner city. So it was more like diverse than my school was for sure. And he had like legitimate black friends. <laughs> like he grew up going to black cookouts.
0: <laughs> oh, <the> and, cookout.
1: <laughs> yeah, so.
0: that's awesome. He so it's
1: important. It's important you. for us to raise our son in a way that is reflective of being respectful of all people's cultures.
0: Exactly. And wanting it ourselves too. If we didn't have it, then we, you know, we come to an age where if you want to know something, you know, that's why I call it, call it sometimes willingful ignorance. Like, if you want to learn something, then you have that ability. You have to seek it yourself. Some people have no desire, they don't want to go out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, most, most I, definitely.
1: That's definitely um experience that I've had personally within my family, is that there are situations where you have to change your opinion or change your viewpoint because your viewpoint may not be healthy. All right. And the way that you do things may not be healthy. And it... Mental health is another thing that I'm really passionate about because yeah. of my own struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's a whole other...
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. But definitely, and it goes... Um, like under the the radar, or it's not really talked about or put out there. Or people yeah. feel shamed; and they don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And it's like people might realize a lot more that more people have mental health issues than they than they think. And we, I, we try to, you know, like label and, and make people feel a certain way because they do. And it's like half of more of us have it more than we than we know, and, it, and it's quite normal.
1: Yeah. I think it should be a requirement that everybody sees a therapist at least like once in their life.
0: Oh yeah, for
1: like, sure. I, I it, not even just for like if you're struggling or
0: just to just check having in. Having a therapy said, <laughs> yeah,
1: just it, sometimes just being able to talk to somebody who knows what, how to respond appropriately because like everybody has their support group, their friend group, their family that they vent to or talk to, but a therapist knows
0: how to handle the actual
1: that. like healthy ways to process through whatever you're you're doing.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's and that, that's very true, and, and that's a whole nother like area too, where people when it comes to uh mental health and actually like. A getting a therapist or a psychiatrist or something there's like this whole stigma with it and i'm like, dude, do this thing to help yourself and people feel like something's wrong with with you if you want to go talk to somebody or they've been some people have been like raised you know like we don't right. talk about our problems or what's wrong with you and it's yeah. like well i mean i don't understand it it's okay because i know a lot of black people too will be yeah, like, I only talk to nobody. I'm going talk to Talk to well, obviously yeah. you do. So <laughs> this yeah. is clear. We all that- do.
1: Yeah, my husband is—he's actually a firefighter, and he was in the Marine Corps, so he also has that veteran status. So also keeping you know veterans and 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 people at risk. <sighs> you know, keeping them in mind and making sure that they're taken care of.
0: Yes. And it pisses me off, too. I get really pissed off when um when veterans aren't treated the way they need to be treated. Like, you should be set for life to be able to get what you need, your mental, your health, your medical, and all this stuff, for the things you've been through, you've seen, and you served your country. The, the least it can do is make sure you live comfortably. And it pisses me off to see homeless veterans or veterans struggling yes. to get care and all that. It's like, that's not... It's, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Because you're doing things that certain people over you weren't willing to do. So... Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: that It's... Yeah, it's very frustrating when you have people who um, cast judgment on people who are homeless and have animosity towards them. But it's not usually it's more life circumstances that make people homeless. Yeah, it can happen voices. to
0: anyone. Yep.
1: It so it's, you know, it's just not like people think that like, oh, you must be a crackhead, like that's how you lost your house or right. But it was like, okay, well maybe they didn't start doing drugs until after they hit the street. You don't exactly. know this person's story. You're not there to judge them. You're yep. there to help them. Because it's so that's crazy
0: what... you say this. It's so crazy because I had this whole talk the other day, the same thing you say. saying. <laughs> and it was based off a story that my my son told me about someone important in his life. I'm not going to say who, but <laughs> told him, looked at a homeless person and said, if you don't get it together and, and keep doing, and stay in school and focus on your studies, that'll be you. And when he told me that, I said, what? I was like, "Um, any one of us can have an experience and that could be us. Everybody's, I said, there's plenty of educated people that went to school, got a degree and all that. They're on the streets. Anybody could be homeless. They could have lost their house, their bad divorce, lost their money, anything. But you can't just determine all homeless. If you're on the streets, then you must have been some kind of, you know, now there are some of those. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But for the most part, you can't judge, just judging. You just don't know someone's situation. I didn't appreciate when that person told him that. I found it offensive towards people, homeless people, people on the street for the simple fact that it can happen to any of us. And I think that plays that part of how people look upon them and kind of just like, you know, when you see them on the streets versus like you want to want to help them or it's just really messed up. Like they need to get a job. Well, they should do this. They should do that. Yeah. You know, and it's like you—you pay okay, one day. God giveth, He taketh. I mean, you know, it mm-hmm. could be you. So you know, and then you're going to be talking a different tune. So I just don't appreciate it. It pisses me off. If people have that thinking.
1: Yeah, and this, it, the same goes for people who work at McDonald's or janitors or any other job that people decide is less than. Like, those people are doing a job that you won't do. Like, if you're going to McDonald's, they're making food that you yourself are choosing not to make for yourself. They're doing a service that you are too lazy to do. And you're going to tell them that they don't deserve to get paid for it?
0: Right. You're going to disrespect their job? Exactly.
1: Like, they're doing your job for you. It's your job to feed yourself you're paying somebody else to do it <laughs> like
0: right and you're, and you're, you're wanting their service them, but okay. they don't deserve to get paid <laughs> right
1: like make Goodness that make
0: sense exactly and it does it there's no logic half of this world is just there's no logic and to me the, the basis in a uh, healthy foundation is truth um logic, um ethics and kind of honesty like there's these you know what I mean these ba- these basic you know found you know things and yeah. if it doesn't fall into those and definitely logic has to be p- definitely a part of it and there's no logic then boop, there you go and it doesn't make sense right so you start there right <laughs> you know and truth, you know logic and truth and I think ethics you know plays a big part in and just our world in general and and our thinking, and just like all of it, yeah, you know honesty, that's truth, and if it doesn't make sense, throw it out, yeah, <laughs> nothing makes sense, it pisses me off, and people are acting irate and crazy and have all these opinions, but none of them makes sense, so now like right. we're wasting our time when people are out here dying and struggling, yeah, so yeah, uh,
1: people. <sighs> People tend to not re- realize when they vote the ramifications of their vote. And a lot of Republicans vote against their own self-interest.
0: Right. Makes no sense. <laughs> no.
1: It's because they just don't understand the way that it works because they they want a common enemy. They want somebody that they have something over. And this is not, you know, this is Republicans or whatever. This is just a common theme that I've seen. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that they they just want... um, uh, The the biggest appeal that Trump has is that he hates the same people they hate. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if they don't have somebody to hate, if they don't have somebody to put their aggression out on, then they would have to accept the fact that the things that are wrong in their life were their choices.
0: Exactly. Perfectly and said.
1: Yeah, because they want to – well, I work hard, and you know, I earned my stuff, and I did this, and I pulled myself up by the bootstraps, and da 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 But those are still the same people that are talking, you know, I'm a hardworking American, but you're still, you still can't make ends meet. The amount of effort, the amount of work that you put into this country does not equal what you get back from it.
0: Nope.
1: For anybody, well, for anybody except white males. Rich Oh yeah, girl. they
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And this becomes people's actually thinking, like they mm-hmm. actually really think this. And it's like that's not that's not how it works. And I and don't know.
1: If you if you have a group of people and you allow them to get so low to the point that that we have let people in our country get, like, of course they're gonna, they're not going to be sane because they're not in it. Living in a situation where you're having to live paycheck to paycheck and you don't know how you're going to feed your kids this week. Like, and that's everybody. That's, that. that's, yeah. it's not, it's not racial. It's not, It's. it's nothing. It's just, There are too many poor people in this country for it to be such a rich country.
0: Exactly. Because it's it's not, and you think about it, it's not even because it's it's a rich country, it's freaking the rich that are rich. Yeah. You know, it's like the people, the ones that that, that make the, the country, there's the ones that are not, and it's the people that run the country, it's all about them i'm like how rich can you be you have money can we have some too right (laughs) but no they gotta use us to be rich because rich people don't work
1: (laughs) that's my thing like the the amount of effort that you put in does not matter you can have people who who work physically demanding jobs who get paid less than somebody who sits in an office but is the intellectual effort that the person sitting in the office contributing more than the physical effort that this person is doing like a farmer? And so figuring out how to pay people appropriately is difficult.
0: Yeah, because yeah, there's no ethics when, um, when they do it. They don't put value and ethics, That's... you know, in, into it.
1: Yeah, that's my personal problem with capitalism is that when you put money first, people put money first. Yep. And I, love... capitalism is a whole other situation.
0: Right? You have know, all these situations. I do that. too. I'm like, when I'm on my show, I'm like, well, that's a whole nother, right? you know, a situation we'll get to if you break it down.
1: My brain just goes <laughs> like a million miles an hour.
0: Yes, it does' there's so many issues there's so exactly. many of them, and then it doesn't help when the people actually they're conditioned to accept them or to feel like well, we can't do anything or they just you know with there's so many that you'll tell somebody these things and and they'll be like, well uh there's nothing we we can." we can do about it or nothing can be done and that's a freaking lie just as bad as things can get can get it means that just it can be just as good because all it takes is for people to get their shit together and do right. the right thing it doesn't yeah. take a lot you have to be willing to do the right thing and that just shows you there's a lot of people that aren't willing to do it and persons going to treat you how you allow them to treat you. So if you don't yeah. say anything and feel like you have no power, then what are you doing? And why? Did, I'm not saying don't vote. Right. Then what is your? Why do you vote then if you don't feel like you have no power? Because they want your vote and they damn sure you haven't done anything to earn it. Mm. You need to start making, holding people accountable right. and make them earn yeah. our, our vote. Like, give us what we need to. No, because we don't all win like everybody should be considered your people that are homeless, people that are struggling. You should be wanting to make your country better and put things in place so people can achieve these these things. You know what I mean? They have a chance. They're going to be people that don't receive it. OK, if you want to live your life that way? Fine. But make it accessible for people to be able to grow and to have pursuit of happiness and liberty. All that right. stuff you say we're about yeah. that. We're not. Yeah. We're not about any of that. We're not united or any of that shit no no united states where (laughs) (laughs) independence with liberty and justice for all i mean come on let's stop playing games here and go in there and change that because that's not working for for this country that's a lie
1: you can literally just like every time it says all just mark it out and say "White white men white men
0: exactly we're selling a dream, you know how they call it the American dream. You labeled yeah. it right. The people come over here on that notion. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, we're full of shit over here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to just like hate on white men. I want to point out that white women are the most um oh, what's the yeah. word? Uh benefited from affirmative action. Yeah. So yeah it's yeah it's not just it's i fully recognize that even with my gender not giving me a privilege i still have white privilege so like so even though like okay so me and you both being women we're on this separate playing field from the men but then we're further divided because then you're put on a different playing field because you're black, you know? Right. And it's, we need to understand that each playing field has its own issues that we need to work through, but we have to remember that we all have to do it together.
0: Yep. We're still trying to do things separate and and causing a a division. And it's like, that's the, that's the, the problem in the first place is that all of us you know that's when I do my show I always say I'm not talking to even if about a certain situation just a, a group or a race I'm talking to a the human race Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know and to get better we can't divide ourselves more and be like well they so we have to you know what I mean how we how do we get ourselves right you know, and it's like, that's the problem is the division. We yeah. need to come together because we need a common understanding because we live here all together. We're in this together, if you like it or not. And it's pissing me off when people say we're not because then, well, then if we're not in, in it all together, why is this a world catastrophe? Why is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why is this happening? Why are we feuding with each other? That means we're in it together. <laughs> what happens, what it affects the rest of us. Yeah. When we vote on our own selfish needs or because of a tax rate or something like that, you are affecting, okay, yes, you do have the right to decide, you know, I mean, who you want to vote for and why. But you also you have to remember, you know what I mean, as a human being that you respects yourself and your value of life, then that means you should respect everybody else's, that you need to consider no see people are so selfish in in america mm-hmm. like you have to consider everybody because the crazy part is it'll come back on you too so how you vote it you know just like how they're thinking looking at donald trump like he's wanting to do stuff like who cuts health care you're taking away things that help people live you're not taking away stuff like you know what i mean that are hurting people or, or that's not healthy you're like health care Who freak takes away social these are the things that help people live so basically you're saying you want people to be without and have no way to, to to take care of themselves and to be to be healthy right and then you support it and then when you wake up social security's gone well up uh, there's a lot of people of different races on social security you screwed yourself all that stuff affects him too do you not hear he just said he wasn't didn't say He's gonna take it away, but keep it for you guys right here. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even care about you guys. He's using you to carry out his agenda. And if he cared about you, he wouldn't put you in such danger. Right. That's... you know.
1: Yeah, it's so like it's just mind-boggling to me that people don't see the truth about Trump. Like these people, and he's telling you him, and like I just it the words escape me to describe
0: exactly it's baffling i get yeah, so it. perturbed i'm like i don't get it
1: uh, <laughs> it's it something I not, i'm not
0: seeing yeah i was like am i the person that's not seeing something should i be on the trump I, and i really was trying to figure it out like right. check i really pay attention to him because i'm like maybe i'm missing something yeah, no. and i'm like nope nope i'm not because i listen i don't watch the news people are like well you need to stop watching the news it's fake news. I'm like, I'm pretty sure his voice, I was looking at his mouth move. It came out of his mouth. Anything I know about Donald Trump, I don't talk about all the things that are going on with him if I personally haven't heard certain stuff. So I stay away from yeah. it. So I can, you know, because I don't want to be that person just poking at stuff and I can't carry through it. With a point I'm trying to make, I stick to what I know. Right. And what I know is I've only went off of what came out of his mouth at all all times. If I didn't hear it come out of his mouth, I might think it like he probably did say it because I've heard him say some things. But anything I've taken from Trump, I have done it the right way and watched him and listened to him. It's never been through the media because I know that they will, you know, lie and try to, but he doesn't make it eat hard for anybody to do it. So, yeah. you know, but I know they still use it to manipulate, you know, carry through with their agenda. So I have to get it just from him. And so when people say that he's not racist, he's not that. I'm like, did you listen? We are listening to the same person here, right? Because if he's not, then why does he say racial things, like very harsh things? Yeah. Well, if he, why does he have racist people supporting him the way they do?
1: Right. Proud boys.
0: <laughs> right. That's, so I was like, come on.
1: If if something that you say can be used as a rallying cry for white supremacists you're racist like bottom line
0: yep. and does nothing to stop it yeah but he'll deny he had anything to do with it and that i don't even know who they are i don't know who it is i i, I don't know <laughs> like you don't know anything yeah. you're not holding accountability for it, and so you're not wrong about he's not wrong for any of the things that's been said about him or the things that he said nobody now he didn't do that he didn't do that i mean, that's why i know somebody's full of shit because if somebody's not Guilty of all the things that people say they are. There's some things that a person will be like, okay, uh, you know, you know, I did do that, you know, that, that's true. But he doesn't take accountability, and his supporters be like, he didn't do that. I've had no. a whole uh, argument with a whole other black person, <laughs> and I said, I'll never do this again because he never got to the. They'll circle around everything else, mm-hmm. but the the original question because they can't, they cannot yep. answer it. So they'll try to trick you with all this other bullshit. Well, he did this for that mm-hmm. person. I was like, dude, the devil is not gonna come right out and be like, ah, "I'm the devil," and show you just right. to say if he had horns and yeah. say I'm the devil. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's gonna lure you and and try to appeal to you and come off maybe even charming and which he is not. That just he just show the true colors of people. That's what he right. did. And um, but, but uh, like but Hitler, yeah, didn't, so like, come Hitler didn't
1: come in the day before World War Two and be like, "Hey guys, you know what? It's a good idea." no it was years of slow manipulation like that's yep but people don't understand that that's what it is they're being manipulated they they have this strength of character thing that they have to live up to that they it, they could never be duped they could never fall for that you know they could they wouldn't have supported hitler but we can see now, like it, history is repeating itself. And I'm not saying that he would oh, ever yes. be at the level that Trump or that Hitler was. But I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he's sure they're sure giving him the, you know, what I mean the um the platform to do to do yeah. it. You know, you could say he's he's enjoying it. Right. He's he's the the epitome of narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> His face should be right next. To it, he takes no accountability, he will never apologize, and he did everything right that he had nothing to do with, but he'll take credit for
1: mm-hmm. it. Sick, he name. really is
0: <laughs> <laughs> another prime <laughs> example, though, of someone that was ingrained. This is how he's I've, even the book. I love TikTok because this girl ordered the book and she freaking read it to us. It's just such a good story. <laughs> but it, it talked about him. It explained everything about him to a T and why it is the way he is and, and everything it had in there. It, 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 it just showed what was right in front of us. Like he was raised this way to be this way. He never was held accountable, you know what yeah. I mean? And obviously we know now that he, the money was, you know, from his dad and he's poor, he's, very, he's not. It's what it looks like to me. He's not really good when it comes to to financial he's things. He's not. It pretty careless What did they say? Businessman. Show me where. Just because he gave some tax breaks.
1: The thing, like he has that is that is white male privilege, just like wrapped up in a bow, because it's it's because of who what his name is. That people are willing to loan him $400 million yep. or whatever it is. Like, you find, you know, Joe Schmo on the street. He's not going to get a loan for that.
0: No, nope. and he might be more likely to pay you back right? than Trump. Because <laughs> Trump, he has a, a line of people that he owes he owes money. He just won't do yeah. it. He's like, With I care. Joe down here <laughs> on the streets at
1: least paid more in taxes for sure.
0: This fool said... Well, you know how he does that hand. He's, I always watch his hands and stuff. He's like seven fifty. Actually, I paid more than that. I overpaid, actually, which is what they say. And if you don't have any common sense, you're gonna actually think he, he's saying something. If you listen to him, he's not. He's really oh, educated. He's, he not, he, does not. <laughs> he said he paid over. He paid too much taxes. I'm like, well, that's not the case here. And if that was true, because you know how much he's full of himself, he would have been glad. To show his do He taxes. thinks
1: that paying a dollar is too much in paying taxes. <laughs> so
0: nobody's worth worth money to him. Basically, nobody's worthy of, you know, you, you use people and you don't even like want to, you know. Oh
1: yeah, that's get,
0: you know treat them as what they what they've done. You know, it's kind of like they're nothing to you. There's do the work.
1: That is exactly how a narcissist. Damn thing. That's exactly how a narcissist views people. They're actually called flying monkeys. That's the term that's used <laughs> for people who support narcissists. Because they that's, that's crazy. Yeah. It are people who are basically under the spell of narcissists.
0: Yeah. And that says a lot for a person that can become be under this spell of a narcissist because I did like a, a show, but I was doing research as I did the show and the, the levels and the diagnosis of a of a narcissist, the different levels it yeah. had and how, and it explains so much how they go from zero to a hundred on like, uh, when they deal with people, it's like, they like you or you're the worst person on the planet. Yeah. So you know how he is, he'll deal with you. And then if you don't like Fauci, if you don't fit his agenda, you, you're out of here. I hate you. I don't yeah. like you, you know, versus like finding the middle ground, like, okay, you you know, I'm a upset with you or something yeah. like that. If you don't do as they say, now you're the worst, the shittiest person ever.
1: And it's yeah, being <laughs> in being in a flying monkey position is pretty terrible because there's the constant anxiety of, am I doing this right? Am I am I gonna be in trouble? Am I gonna am I making that person happy? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? So there's this constant fear of messing up or making the person unhappy so you do everything for this person to try and make sure that wow. they're not upset with you so that's why he That'd has be so blind hard supporters it's because they're so scared of him that it's easier to give him what he wants because they the attention or the When they, it's called love bombing in like narcissism, but it's basically like when a narcissist shows a flying monkey a lot of affection to kind of reel them back in, or it just boosts it's the serotonin boost, yeah, and
0: it makes them more fearful of them disappointing them again, yeah the manipulation i guess right. basically it
1: is very much so been in the the spectrum of class of classes you know well not the spectrum because i've never been like uber rich but i grew up you know like hot dog ramen noodle you know broke like you know government assistance at some points and it just I, did, I didn't grow up with money, um, and but I met my husband in college. Actually, we met at an orientation for college, and we've been together ever since. So through being with him and his education levels and what we have done together, I am in a different class system or a different class privilege than I was when I was growing up. So I see both sides of that spectrum between the gap of people who are oppressed because they're poor and people who have breathing room because we've been looking at houses recently and seeing the nicer neighborhoods having more Biden signs and the um, lower neighborhoods having a lot more Trump signs. It's like, for me, mm-hmm. it's indicative of, okay, people who have money want to keep their money. So they want to vote for the person who's going to allow them to have the best life and keep their money. And if they're voting mm-hmm. blue, then why shouldn't you?
0: <laughs> right? It, it says a lot that you that you said that, how that seems like those in those areas, the Biden supporters... And then the Trump supporters seem to have less. And if you see what he doesn't really promote, like, uh, you know, he's all about, want to put money back in the economy. It's never for the benefit of, of the right. people, you know, it's, you know, it's his agenda, but it's like, but you're not benefiting from, from it. It's like a temporary fix or whatever you, whatever's happening here that you think is happening in the long run, how, how does that affect you? How is what you voting for this person affect you and your family and your kids that's what nobody's thinking about It's like you have to really wake up because we're not going to be here forever and you have kids and so you're basically setting their future up you know by your decisions that you that you make
1: and that like having a child myself like i am trying to give him the way that I view parenting is that I am raising him to be an adult. I need to give him the toolbox that he needs to get through to to get through his life. So I need to teach him to have compassion for other people and to be kind and to be helpful and these are the things like as a parent I feel like it's my job to instill in him.
0: Yeah.
1: But also he has the right to be who he is so it's very much like raising you to be a good person while also having you you having the freedom to make your own mistakes
0: exactly exactly yeah make your own mistakes and be able to decide you know what I mean? How you want to live, or or what you won't accept, or will accept. But if you have that respect for life right. and other people, then it, it'll most likely it'll be a good turnout. And however, he, what direction they go in, it really it won't be on the basis of them um, being, you know, horrible people to yeah. other to to other people. It'll be on on, on you know something that's fixable. Because if you're a good person now, if you can get that. You know what I mean? Down where you respect the value of life, and that comes with respecting everybody. Then the choices and decisions that you make that probably weren't the best, you'll you'll be okay because you're a good person and you're a good-hearted person, and that usually just turns out that way. (laughs) When you're a good person, you're gonna try because it's because you're a good person doesn't mean you're not gonna make mistakes. You know what I mean? And you know, have to you know fix them, apologize for them, but you'll be able to know that you made those mistakes. Yeah. We definitely
1: have to allow people grace because there is a lot of stuff and a lot of like, there's a lot of it that even now in 2020 and I consider myself to be a decently educated person, but it's still, even in in 2020 I'm realizing the racial disparities and oppression and all of this stuff that I have not seen before. And it's like coming from a different perspective. It's like, well, how have you not seen this? right because i was racist i wasn't openly racist i just was indifferent
0: yeah and that's an understanding that people need to get to what the what racist is versus they think it's like something more uh aggressive and then a lot of people don't understand themselves as a racist if they're a racist and you you said it perfectly it's just you know you're you're thinking too and i had this lady she was on i don't know if it's tiktok But she was trying to explain to other white people, they didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, you're a racist. She's like, you're a racist. And uh, she said, most likely, she said, most white people are racist. And then she broke it down and she, she started to say, have you ever wanted to go on the other side of the street when you saw a black person? Just little, little things. Yeah. You know what I mean? That build up. And it's like, that's a way of thinking. She said, but the way we see it is just this huge thing, you know what I mean? Which it is, but it can start so little and be and and take to another level but it doesn't mean that you're not one
1: that's another thing that I've learned in 2020 which has kind of been eye-opening for me um because when I was in college I did I was in a sorority and so I did that whole like going out party girl thing and it being a woman you're always taught like don't go to the bathroom alone, don't go anywhere alone, don't walk by yourself, don't leave your drink unattended. There are all these things that you're supposed to do as a woman to protect yourself. But in 2020, I realized that I am probably more dangerous to a black man on the street than he is to me. Because I can call the cops on him and he could lose his life. And Mm -hmm. I mean...
0: He's gonna walk right by me and do nothing to me, like. Yeah, but I don't know if you've seen it too, like yeah. those videos where, and I, I couldn't believe that people were, were really yeah. doing that, you know, like physically, like, and, and it's crazy to me because it's like, where have you been all this time? It just took Trump to like give you the pass to say, okay, you can do it, like yeah. for reals now, and just a person could be playing ball with his kid or sitting on a bench looking at the birds. And lady hopped on the phone so there's a black person in the in the park and I'm like you realize he's just sitting yeah. there right <laughs> you know where all this time in your life this is what you've been holding on to like you you he hasn't touched you nine times out of ten you've probably been abused by your husband yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and but this guy needs to go to jail and that that disturbed me and when I sent all the Karens come out and is to start acting crazy, right. I didn't get it. I so said, "Where have they well, been?" And
1: another thing that we have to are they, are they
0: being taken over yeah. by snatchers or something? Another going thing on? That we have to remember
1: is that it's it's been happening all along. It's just that now we have the technology to record it. And decide.
0: exactly, we know about it. Yeah, exactly. we record yeah. it and We get to see it. So,
1: it's, but we also get to see that these the Black men are innocent. You know, that it, that it is just like yep. this person going off for nothing. Whereas before, those type of stories, because we didn't have video proof of what happened, made it seem like, you believe it. of course, Black people are inherently more more vicious than everybody else. Look at what they're doing. But now we're seeing right. the other side of it where it's like that's clearly not what happened
0: Yeah, you know, and you'll have people see that and still fight away but no no <laughs> you're like just to stop it stop it yeah it's, it's crazy 2020 i'm telling you has been uh growth um it's we all at this point probably have mental health we probably ptsd i truly truly sometimes i'll say it in in funny or in, in lightning but to be honest with you, half of this, we all probably are suffering from, let I me mean, look what's going on here. This is crazy, this is intense. We are all suffering. This world is in pain, this nation, this world is, this, this country, this nation here, people, I see a world of pain Who from, from the outside looking in at everybody, a world mm-hmm. of pain, hurt, confusion, fear, and it's like, I just want to, like, give everybody, like, a big hug. It's like, it's going to be okay. Like, let, let, it, let, it, let it go. That's got to be some intense yeah. shit to be that that hateful towards somebody. And none of them ever look happy. So, I'm like, you're just stressed out all the damn time. It's not like you're just smiling. and being like, I hate you. You know, you look really yeah. fucking, like, you got some heart issues. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what I mean? You look really upset. If this is the way and, and these things are true that you're believing, then why yeah. are you so angry? That can't be make for a happy That's, life.
1: I I'm actually diagnosed you know? with PTSD, and it is a very real possibility that there that there's a lot of people who have have are dealing with PTSD after this Trump presidency. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, oh yes, and they don't care. You saw how they did us right with the pandemic when the pandemic started, and we started finding about all these deaths, and and, and it hit, and and then right away, I felt like. When you, first of all, when you shouldn't have opened back up the economy because it never was under control. So you guys are sitting here pondering the numbers, you idiots, you never had it under control. You opened the world back up. That was obvious that was going to happen. It's like opening the the gate open and the dogs are out. Well, you didn't close it. Mm -hmm. Dumb, dumb. You know, and and to me, if you really cared about us as a country, as a whole, you would have nurtured us. You would have been supportive and, and been, you know, that we just had this happen. There's people that actually had family members. Those stories I would hear of trying to get somebody to come get the body. It was morbid. And you didn't even think for once, you just jump right back in and say, go to work in the economy versus healing, letting your your mm-hmm. nation heal, talking to them and uh, I, I could I see Obama doing that. Like talking to the nation. You're all the fucking president and say acknowledging it, say, I know we just went through this. You know what I'm saying? We need to heal. If people need help, then see any type right. of therapist or or even doctors and nurses were affected. I mean a doctor had corona and yeah. then killed herself. You no know, telling what she saw, all that shit. No, none of those doctors ever seen any this many deaths in their whole entire life until so right. 2020. And you you're not even gonna once think about us how we feel as people, what we're going through. That's that pisses me off very much so, because we are hurting. People are still losing family members because people are saying, oh, it's a hoax. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's, it's that. And, and minimizing it. And I had somebody I met the other day, this, another podcaster. He said his brother just died yesterday from Corona. And then a few weeks ago, his nephew. They did have preconditioned things, but they were so young. But he said they got, but they died. They got Corona. And he was just really, so he's, he you know, yeah. he's definitely got mm-hmm. it out for Donald Trump. And then when people take light of it, he said, no, no matter how you think it got here, if it was set, uh, whatever, yeah. it's still real, you know, and you can catch it and you can die from it. He just lost two family members. And I'm just like, what the hell, man? Of course, he, he, he could have stopped this. Yes. But we got to start. Oh, having accountability too. If you're not you know what I mean, and start realizing that this isn't as um, you know, as light. People have these theories and stuff it, of what but the truth of the matter is it's still killing people. Yeah. Or they get it and they die. However it works. If it triggers this or that, it still plays a part. Yeah. In these it, And so many.
1: I don't understand why people want to they want to hold poor people accountable for being poor, but Trump, who lives in government housing, they don't want to hold him accountable for anything.
0: No, nothing. nothing.
1: Like, you want to criminalize people for being poor, but you you want to idolize Trump. Like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Which, by the way, he has no problem with people being poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does not care unless you need. He likes. I call Trump. He he needs money. He uses money to buy people, to buy you, to do what yeah. he needs you to do. Because him on his own, it's people nothing, are it's just nothing.
1: avenues of revenue.
0: Yep. So you never have a friend. That's what <laughs> shit he likes to live because everybody yeah. around you. You can't trust because you guys are only connected by something. You know what I mean. So that person could throw you under the bus at any what they've been doing at any time, or when you're not of value anymore, they don't want anything to do with right. you. Yeah. Nope.
1: Yeah. You're right ready. I like, I was a I finished the last of my drink and like a little bubble caught my, the back of my throat. <laughs> but now
0: I'm out. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> that happened to me at the beginning. I took it and it went down the wrong way, and I was like, "Please don't let me just start coughing." I was like, "I had my my mouth away from." It. I was like, oh, yeah, "I'm soon. trying to like cover my mouth."
1: And <laughs> I swear I don't have COVID. I don't know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Like every now, like now, I don't even think about it. But in the beginning, it was kind of like if you cough, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh my gosh, like you're scared that people are gonna start right. thinking. Well, like oh I, my I
1: have my medical <laughs> marijuana card, so I tend to cough a lot anyway because I'm. So it's <laughs> like not always good,
0: right? You're like, it's not that <laughs> yeah. kind of cough. that's <laughs> what it's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) I told that to my one friend. We were on the phone, and I could tell she totally didn't because she got really quiet. She's like, "Mm." I was like, dang. (laughs) Man, like, and that, and it's such a psychological thing. It's like working like a charm. That's how they're getting people to not want to be around each other, distance people, keep us separated, you know, because they know people are by the hype, and, and which for the most part, you can't catch it, but they're, Priding yeah. off of our fears. Pretty sick government, if you ask me, a sick a leadership. That's the thing. Like, and Obama all that. left
1: a playbook for what to do in a pandemic and Trump threw it out. And he can say, like, oh, I minimized it to, yeah. so people didn't panic or whatever. But an uneducated population is a population that's going to panic. If we had a leader yep. that would have said, hey, Look, this is what is coming. This is what we need to prepare for. This is how we do it. These are the steps that we're taking from the get go. There would have been no panic, there would have been no rushing out to buy all the hand sanitizer and toilet paper,
0: toilet paper, everything. People do that, right? Things that didn't make sense. (laughs) Yep, yeah, he knew that, he freaking knew it. And knowing, you know, what I mean, like, it baffles me the the 1918, and, and people were talking about the similarities, and, and exact, and there was like two people from that time when they had that survived, you know, mm-hmm. those, those pandemics, and um, one of them, I don't know if she's still alive. She's already pretty old then. She explained the, what happened and the death rates, and and but they didn't have like okay masks and stuff, but all the stuff they did not do. Which if you took that history, which history should help you learn Mm -hmm. what not to do and do better, but have very similar similar outcomes even now because they did the same exact thing. They went back out and the numbers were massive even more when the second the second wave came and they and the the man that was talking he said it even was the same thing when it came down to government that the people the politicians and business people were pressing on the uh you know the ones in charge or whatever to open the economy back up like just you know all that the shit that we're like following right now so it was only inevitable to happen but i remember what he did say the lady asked him like what would you say to right now to the to the world, to the people, to the government, you know, to leadership, and he said, "I would say, because there was a lot of manipulation and lies, yeah. lies then too." He said, "I would say be on- be honest with the people." He said, "People can handle it." He said, "Be honest." He said, "When people don't yeah. know," he said the same exact thing that you're saying. So when they don't know, then they you get chaos. You don't, you know, what I mean, you, right. you don't know what to do, you know. Because, but if you tell them what they're dealing with, people can take it. And he said, "Tell the truth." And look where we are right now. You have a whole, you Mm -hmm. had a playbook from Obama. You got history itself, which is kind of creepy how, how that, and then, you know what I mean? How we can be sitting here with the same, kind of like the same result, but that we also paid it. We we know we have the history. The good thing about history is we have it to not make those same mistakes and we do it again. And it's like, it's like, it's getting pretty old to me right? actually i'm just like come on yeah. <laughs> we're in 2020 and you're telling me we still are out here with this rate like racial stuff like over color and what people are born and look at least i mean come on at least come with something else this, this <laughs> is why you hate me you didn't hate me because i screwed right. your brother or sister or i did something to it's you like
1: baby there are so <laughs> many reasons that you could you hate
0: know? me. like pick one of those <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Oh, like come on, history! You've been here. I mean, you haven't been in some bubble. You can clearly see. You have saw good people, good black people, good bad white people, bad. It's not about color. If you're good, you're good. You are bad, you're bad. We have them every color, every shade, and you've seen it. You know what I mean. So it's like it's crazy to me how we're still going off of this 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 race thing. Bad is bad. Good is good. And the color doesn't make you better than or You Know what I mean? So the ignorance is astounding. That we're willing to to be ignorant.
1: That y'all need to start sharing. (laughs) That's all I got to say.
0: They don't don't want it. They don't want it. Shoot. They don't want it. They try to throw it back and and say it's something else. I I don't know what you you know. I don't
1: know. You guys are just magic. Black women are just.
0: (laughs) Well, I'd rather you say magic versus. So, you guys are so oh, strong. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, yeah, because that that part, like, right. I mean, I think people, you know what I mean, are, are strong because I think women in general, we definitely as women, no matter what race need to be, because we share some common things that we are, how right. we're designed and made, you know, and you know, and it's like, I think that we need to care about each other more. Of course, people, when you have these things in life like this that come about, like, especially in the Black community and when people say like how it, you know, it's, it's just, no matter what, people are going to just label everything yeah. as racist. So if Black people decide they want to, like, have something where Black people, women grow together and start treating each other better, oh, that's racist, it's only for Black people. Well, I mean, there is some issues going on here, right. so <laughs> you know what I mean? Get to love when, because there's things in, in, in every culture and every, you know, that, they, that need to be worked well, but if you're willing to do that, then you're willing to do it as, as as a whole but like i see i've seen amazing strong women i don't even like labeling it as white women yeah black women that woman, because you're just the fact that you're a woman you know what i mean you're a woman I, that's why i want to because we all as women go through some stuff that people right. will never yeah. really understand just being that right. how people perceive us You know, or something as of use to somebody. And I
1: think that's why I think that's why my current (laughs) like passion is black women being slept on for too long. But because it's my before 2020, I've always been very like I'm a feminist that equal rights like that that it is what it is. If you don't like it, leave. And. So then, right. you know, with 2020 and George Floyd, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and getting on TikTok, it's more. It's opened my eyes to a lot more of the racial disparities. So oh. now I'm seeing the disparities between white women and black women, and how I've been treated versus how other people have been treated. So it's like I'm trying to take my experience as a white woman and and put myself in the shoes of people who are women but not white or people you know and i just try to see like the commonalities that i have with everybody yeah women especially yeah and you
0: know the great thing about about that yeah is that you're willing to to do you know what i mean you chose you know but you had a way of thinking but you actually you adapted you saw and you want it better. Yeah. You want it to learn, you, you know, because like you said, like some people don't get that opportunity mm-hmm. or they don't want to. They're, they're sheltered, but you allow you you allowed yourself to. You were open to it. You know, you just didn't have like some. You weren't just stuck on like you weren't because right. you, you weren't hateful. Yeah, you just had a way of thinking. You know what I mean? So you're just like, I don't want no, no I don't want to. You know, that those people. You know, right. it was just you didn't know no better, and so ignorance doesn't always have to be like a bad word. Because I've been oh, ignorant yeah. to a lot of things.
1: Ignorance you know? is uneducated, it,
0: but you were willing to learn. Not
1: having the education exactly that you need to approach that subject.
0: Exactly. Now I use it in a term a lot of times when it's when mm. I know you're being willing for it. I right. never said that right. Willingly ignorant. Now that's a yeah. problem, to me <laughs> You know it's like you don't want to grow; you're to hold your own yeah. self back but that comes from fear you know pe- people are scared this is a w- world full of just people just confused and and right. scared and our leadership is not helping it they're not diffusing it a leader should be someone that wants to speak positivity truth and healing into their and especially if you want to be the the leader i find it pretty morbid to want to run a leader and run a country and then running into the ground, like, you're a sick individual. Like, why do you want to be the leader? That tells me something psychologically is way off. I want to lead people, and I'm going to destroy them and watch them yeah. suffer. Like, who does some type of shit? Like, you know what I mean? It's like somebody that yeah. abuses animals. Like, And they get animals, and they like to mess with it and abuse it and see it hurt. That's the way I look at it for uh, for us, you know, human beings, because we're all being used and and, and manipulated. All of us, oh, yeah. white, black, all of us are right, for somebody exactly. else's agenda. And it's, it pisses me off because nobody wants us to talk about it. Yeah. And they don't do it because these same very people, they care yeah. they have families. They care mm-hmm. about their families. They love them. So then right. what we'll makes you think that we don't? Would you want someone doing that? I always tell people, how would you feel if it was you? How would you feel if it was your child? How would you feel if you're, you just woke up one day and yeah. vice versa? And people were attacking you and, and then your child came home crying every day because someone told her, she because her skin color or stuff like that nobody would like it but you have to put yourself in other people that's something
1: that i i try to do that's basically all i try to do i try to see it from i try to see everything from other people's perspectives because like i don't know i've i've lived my life i i've done like i want to hear other people's stories i want to hear where other people, I, I want to know the stuff that makes other people's light, eyes light up or that they think about yeah. when they go to bed or, you know, I, I that's the stuff that I like the emotional part of communicating with people.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you have empathy and, and all do, that. Yeah. You want to know you care. And I think that's a lot of, too, is a lot of personality. I think some people have a personality yeah. for that that, too. You know that they, that that they, that makes them tick. They thrive, you know, off of it because you can have dry people <laughs> that are like, I don't care, but you can still get them to the point where they're not
1: right hateful. Yeah. You
0: know, what I mean, they can still get it, but they still never really thrive. They don't at that point. They right. don't care if you're white, black, or they don't like anybody. I can respect that. Right, he just doesn't like people. Yeah, that's what like. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> so yeah, most definitely, and I think that's why I think it's important for us to be able to like to talk about these things, especially, um, with different, you know, like when we did the round tables, like all of us were, you know, of different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of races and, and we could still all come together and talk about some common stuff, talk about the the problems and, and actually, you know, be honest. And I like that. Um, uh, was that, was it, um, Joy had said that it felt good right. to be able to talk about these yeah. things and not be attacked. And I think that's important to have a, a good, healthy environment where we can talk right. about where these we things, can have conversations, you know, because they need, they need to debates.
1: be because it's not exactly. about at each other
0: and be allowed to say the ignorance. Yes. And be allowed to say how you think, even if you don't want to, because it could go back either way on either side. Like if that person says something and why they are racist or why they think something, then we all have to, you have to be willing to To allow them to, that's how only way we're gonna get yeah. somewhere. You know what I mean? To talk about it. And then maybe you'll see a different result. But if you start attacking and, and don't wanna hear that person, then how are we supposed to teach one another? We have to to have some kind of a little sort of tolerance if your goal is changed. And if your goal is changed, then you have to change your thinking too, yeah. be a little bit more tolerable. You have boundaries. Obviously, you're not gonna just let somebody just. Just be disrespectful but we do but now if you're not looking for change some people just like to yeah. argue I, i'm not with it where are we getting to where's our goal is it getting us anywhere i
1: think it's a lot of people on tiktok they just want to argue for the sake of arguing but yeah there's a lot of people who I, I don't know i just think for me i would rather have a conversation and listen to your points so i can understand them versus listening to you so I can respond and change your opinion or change your view yeah yep
0: and that's what they do
1: like I don't want I don't like like I don't want to um I'm sorry my alarm went off I got sidetracked
0: that's okay
1: (laughs) but yeah I just
0: you're not trying to convince anybody to think like you like convince them to
1: I have my personal beliefs. I have, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty solid in those beliefs and how I view the world. I'm interested in what other people think. And it's not necessarily because I want them to agree with me. It's, I find it interesting. If we have a conversation, like,
0: there are definitely
1: that I, if I have a conversation with my friends and they don't agree with something that I, like, if we don't meet eye to eye on something, depending on what it is yeah like i'm gonna try and sway the way that they think the same way that they're doing to me but that's not my intention with every yeah. single conversation i have with every single person yeah and a lot of exactly. becomes like a yeah. personality trait for them totally
0: yep definitely i thanks for a very unhealthy environment and that's why i really haven't came across too many but i refuse to like engage mm-hmm. cause i'm not going to nurture that you know what i mean because what a lot of people right. and they start off with good intentions but you can see it take a toll it's like don't keep having to explain this stuff to people like they know at some point they're not as stupid as you think they are they know this stuff because yeah. they're getting a rise out of you you know what i mean it's like if you you, you just let it go. You've done your job. You did it. Now, yeah. it's, it's the seed is planted, but just to keep throwing facts and facts and back and forth and this and that, and you think you're doing something good, but you have to look at the outcome. Yeah. You look really stressed. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're upset. Then that then that's when you need to realize, okay, you know what? Maybe I should take a break. And just, you know, because you shouldn't have to go in into it like that. Like you should be able to be, there's some people that can be very mm. laxed. Even in those settings, can they know how to talk to people? Even in the most hateful yeah. words that come out, you know, because if you can't trigger, you can't let it trigger you, because then that doesn't get anywhere. You have to kind of play sometimes if you're really trying to get somewhere to another level and kind of bring it, bring it down a notch or two, and you can't go above. Yeah. You have to stay kind of low mm-hmm. to to for anybody to even hear you. Yeah. So yeah, I see a lot of people get stressed yeah. out on TikTok. Like,
1: at the end of the day, you're only raising your own <laughs> pressure, like by letting
0: it get exactly. It. Like if they don't get it, then fine, right? Then they're having a good time, so it's like you're they're using your energy with when, when you could be using that energy somewhere else with somebody that right. is willing yeah. to receive it.
1: Like there's so many better ways yep. that people could spend their time. I mean, somebody could say like, well, you're on TikTok in the first place, so you could have better uses of your time. But it's actually given me.
0: Well, I I think they I think everybody should be on TikTok because I learned a lot of shit on (laughs) here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Brandy J, Voices of Courage 2020 Rise with my second time guest, Queen Antifa it was a pleasure and i hope you guys enjoyed i also hope that some of you gained from being able to listen to two different people that come from two different similar possibly backgrounds but we're able to talk about the differences we're able to talk about these current things that are going on right now as we speak and we spoke about them in a respectful manner, and if it was between that and the violence that we see today, the disrespect, the absurdness, the downright disgusting behaviors, well, which one would you choose? And then figure out if you are the part of the problem or part of the solution. Once again, thank you so much. This is Brandy J, Voices of Courage. 2020. Come back real soon now.